Hey guys, thanks for coming in early. No problem, Cool Nate. We're happy to spend a little extra time with you. Yeah, Cool Nate. We can never have too much sunshine. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, you little ragamuffins. But I actually betrayed you both. No way! You're so pure of heart. Yeah, you're God's favorite angel. I know, but last week's intro was a mess. I got everything wrong. Fortunately, I brought in a very expensive crisis PR team, and we've rewritten the entire thing from the ground up. This week is going to be perfect. So go ahead and click on the new file, and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I own the most successful chili truck in Missouri City. It's exactly like an ice cream truck, but instead of ice cream, we serve boiling hot chili. I even use the same scoop. When I roll into a neighborhood and all the middle-aged people hear eagle-eyed cherry blasting out of the little speaker on top, they run outside with their bowls and spoons yelling, yum yum time for spicy beans, and give me a bowl of that bubbling beef. Some people think it's crazy to serve hot, hot chili during the summer, but you'd be surprised how many people are just dying to suck down that bowl of that volcano hot beef lava, no matter the season. Let's just say I have a jacuzzi at my house. I'm doing all right. Speaking of bubbling bowls of spicy beans and beef, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I approve this message. Mayhem. Chaos. Rascals running wild. Under the leadership of Mayor... <laughs> Under the leadership of Mayor Skeleton... <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> Under the leadership of Mayor Skeleton Bones, Nova Scotia City has turned into a hell on earth. Babies are crying more, Melgos expire faster, and people are lying about what kind of dog they are selling. <laughs> what do the fat cats in City Hall have to say about it? That's why I'm running to be your mayor. My first day in office, I will make it illegal to sell a dog unless you know exactly what kind of dog it is. You can't just write down brown dog big dog you have to be more specific also if someone gets home and later finds out the dog you sold them is a different kind of dog than what you said it was they're allowed to give the dog back and nobody's allowed to judge them for it everybody just has to be cool and understanding and see your side of the situation they aren't allowed to say does it really matter or but look how cute he is they aren't allowed to say that if they do they go to jail do you have uh, any other policies you'd like to talk about? I said what I needed to say. Okay. Now I'm Nate. Let's start the show. This is what it sounds like when we do a podcast. We're currently doing one. This is the North American Friends Movie Club. Uh, it's right there in the title. Before Movie Club comes Friends. So I gotta ask you two. How are you doing, friends? 
Hey, friend, back at ya. Hello. Oh, three friends. Hydra, like a three-headed friend. That's what a Hydra is, right? Yeah, we're a friend Cerberus. Ooh. No. No. I like I like Hydra. No, my no, mine was better because Cerberus only has three heads, but Hydra could have many. Could so could have many. It could have okay, three. Okay. So we're both correct. <laughs> One, you're talking about had three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think Nate should update us on himself first, because he often doesn't go first. Um, how am I doing? I'm doing well. It's been I've been behind on everything as usual, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Nothing, nothing really exciting happened this week, except I found a new game that I like to play called uh, Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. and you make a little farm, and so I've been using that as a reward system for myself, like... Uh, I'm going to edit the podcast tonight and I'm the whole time I'm doing it. I'll be like the minute you're done, you get to go and plant some corn. I remember um, when I was really into F1 and I had an F1 video game. Yeah. Um, I was driving somewhere and I said to Melissa, like I fucking hate driving. I can't stand driving. I can't wait to get home. I hate this car. And then I got home and the very first thing I did was play the F1. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> totally different. I, I have a garden bed that I need to weed and plant stuff mm-hmm. in, but instead I did it in the video game world. It's just so much easier. There's no mess. Yeah, I get to sit. Press the button. You get to click, click. Is this the game where you also get paid and then you use your payments to build other things? There might be a version of this, like, very similar game where they're trying to trick you into paying them a bunch of money as you go to be like, Hey, if you want to unlock the bar and you need 20 jewels and you can buy the jewels. The one thing I like about this game that I'm playing is there's none of that. Like mm. you have to get the jewels, but you have to go and get them. You can't just like buy a can't bunch cheat. of can't cheat. And that, no, that feels, to win. yeah, it feels less predatory too. And it was, Oh, and also it was made by one dude and he did all the music and the music is fucking awesome. I'm gonna, Is it? I'm gonna put a little a little clip of the music in right here. you go um i i i saw my doctor to get like the update on the foot mm-hmm. and he's got me doing this thing called a nerve torture program <laughs> is it called nerve torture yeah, that's what he calls it i was like okay <laughs> okay the whole trick is to like everything i sense is comes out as pain when it's not so he wants me to like torture it so it's not pain and i'm like okay He's like, give me three months. And it's been three months, but we're still doing it, whatever. And then he prescribed me pain meds because he said, we're going to ramp it up a little bit and you're going to need them to get through. And I don't want to start pain meds. What kind are they? I don't even know. Are they the good stuff? No, I don't think. It's funny because when you were describing this, I was imagining him just like poking your foot with different stuff, like tickling it with a feather and then like putting one of those birds that drink water next to your foot so it just keeps dipping down and tapping your toe but no it's like he's gonna break out the chains he says i i won't hurt it 
you just got to keep doing it until I'm like, okay. So I, I walk three miles a day, just five kilometers. That's horrible. And does it hurt? Do you feel? Yeah. Pain? Yeah. It's like every time I like you, you step down and my toes bend, it's pain. And it goes numb after like the first lap. So I do four more laps and it's just, it's, it's, that's what's wrong with me. And another thing I was pissed off about today, I was driving and I swerved to avoid a, like a pothole and that oncoming car that was very far away mocked me. He swerved and made a like, oh, face at me. Oh my gosh. And he was much older than me. And I'd never say this, but I wanted to fight him. I bet he was American visiting Canada. Like if I fought this guy, we'd probably end up being like related somehow. Like we talk about like, oh yeah, you're my fourth cousin. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm good. It was a holiday weekend here in America, and I it was the perfect balance of like every day I had something fun to do, but it was just one fun thing, so there wasn't like a packed schedule every day. But like the whole weekend was fun, and I would like to take just a short moment to discuss. The new live action uh, Little Mermaid movie and say that it was magical and anyone who doesn't like it is racist. Okay. Because it is subjectively entertaining and well done. And I consider myself a Little Mermaid snob because I have been into it for decades now. Yep. And so I, it's very precious to me. So when I recommend this movie to you, it is not just willy nilly. Like this is truly like, I, I feel like it could be a modern classic. Obviously you saw it with your daughter, I'm assuming. Yes. And had she seen the original? Yes. And she had seen multiples of like, so there's little mermaid two and little mermaid three. Like, Oh wow. She's seen a lot of little mermaid. And she knows that when mommy was in second grade, um, she wanted to be the like she she knows my history with the Little Mermaid too, mm-hmm. and this was her first three D movie, um, which you don't it. I don't three D movies or whatever. Like I don't think you need to see it in three D, and she didn't like it in three D, so she didn't wear her glasses hardly at all. But then I put on her glasses, and she had been eating popcorn, and mm-hmm. the, all of it was smudged mm-hmm. all over the glasses. Mm-hmm. So maybe she couldn't even see yeah, it. Yeah, that's part of it. That's definitely part of it. <laughs> been there, done that with the kids. Yeah. But Melissa McCartney is amazing, and King Triton um, is so hot. He looks so good, and he. Here we go. <laughs> Gary. Anyway, uh, and it was just entertaining, and it wasn't dull. And here's the other thing I liked about it. I don't love musicals. I know that's sacrilegious to Nate, but I, I just, I, I like music in movies and this had the perfect balance of like songs, but like the narrative was not sung to you. Like, yep. I enjoy that. And then at the end of the movie, how did Jules feel about it? We both were delighted. She really liked it. And I really liked it too. I will watch it. I didn't like the uh, Aladdin one. I watched that one and I was really like. This is way better than yeah, that one. I'm curious. Uh, but if you're giving it such a big thumbs up, I'll check it out. Because it's just, it. I think it's better than the original cartoon version. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Woo. My praise. I know. That's what I have to say about it. Thank you so much. Why don't we talk about the movie that I picked this week, which is the 1991 film Defending Your Life. We watched this movie. uh, So let's just get right into it. Why don't we talk about our favorite parts? 
Would you like to hear a synopsis before then? Oh my, I, I'm so bad at being a podcaster and you're so good at it, Kate. Last week she broke down and said she couldn't do it. <laughs> just, just, hey, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> uh, I was overwhelmed. Why don't you tell us what happens in Defending Your Life? Defending Your Life is a story about a man named Daniel Miller who is tragically killed after buying a BMW. He finds out that he wakes up in a transitional period in the afterlife where uh, individuals uh, have uh, have to defend if they were fearful or brave during their life. And so there's a two-judge panel, and then you have someone that helps you defend your life, and then you have someone that prosecutes your life. The good news is there's no hell. So you, if, if you cannot defend your life and you lived with too much fear, you'll go back to earth and you'll have to relive your life. Um, if you lived a life of bravery, then you will move forward into the universe, which they don't really talk about, but it just seems like that's where you want to go. You don't want to go back to earth. Uh, Daniel meets the beautiful Meryl Streep character, Julia, and Julia has lived a very life of brave, a brave life. Daniel and Julia end up falling in love together <laughs> in Judgment City. And uh, at the end of the movie, Daniel is going back to Earth because he was a very fearful man during his life. But his love for Julia uh, makes him act. And uh, when he's going back to Earth, he he escapes the, the tram that's taking him back to Earth. And he runs to Julia's tram that's taking her forward into the universe. And then the people that are judging see them. And they're like, that's, that's bravery and that's not living in fear. And so they allow Daniel to get on the tram with Julia and Daniel gets to go forward into the universe. You did it perfect. You did the whole entire movie perfect. That was your best one, Kate. It's because I have loved this movie since it came out. Like, I remember watching this when I was younger. I remember, like, hoping that this is what actually our afterlife is like. <laughs> I've been into this. Do you guys want to talk about your favorite parts of this movie? Sure do. throw some stuff out there throw some stuff out there dude um i really like i like k said i really hope this is what happens when we die i (laughs) i don't know i it genuinely made me think like have i been brave or oh i know i'm going back (laughs) like that i it's a feeling out process but the whole setup they got there the food like i like it oh yeah the food Let's talk about the food. You know what? It's about I mean. the food. Here's my little thing. I was waiting for them to say it's actually purgatory or hell because every time he got to eat something, he had to leave. Yeah, I noticed that too. Like the eggs. These are the best eggs I have. Well, the tram that takes you to see where if you're going to move on or not is leaving right now. So you got to go now. Mm-hmm. 
So let's explain to the audience that in Judgment City, you can eat as much as you want and it won't impact you at all. And also the food is the best food you'll ever taste in. I mean, it's not the best looking food, but apparently it's the best tasting food. Very 90s food. Very late 80s, early 90s. But he's with his attorney and the attorney's like, how do you like that chicken? And he's like, oh, it's so delicious. He's like, you know what? Get it packed up. You dead bastard. Pack it up. They love putting stuff in boxes here. Let the man eat his chicken. Yeah, just let him have it. Let him finish one meal. Yeah, the the, the other thing that really, uh, this is my own weird thing, but he's always eating food. They're always eating food with their fingers. Uh, and then they leave, but they don't do a napkin dab. They don't dab the tips of their fingers on a napkin. And there was just something about that where I'm like, this guy's just walking around here with sausage hands, sushi hands, egg hands. Um, Wearing a white uh, house coat thing. That's yeah. another good point. None of them spilled. That, those are going to be dirty. And you know what? Let's let's start. I'm just like he deserved to die. <laughs> yes. He is a terrible driver. That that was yes. wild. Like I've, we've all like dropped something and reached for it, mm-hmm. but not that long. He was like down there for a whole verse. And to pull over, like if I can't easily reach something, I will pull over to grab it if it's so important. And it wasn't important. It was just CD cases. And the CD was in the thing. It was already playing. He could have just waited till he got home. It was Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I wrote down that it's one of the insane, most insane first songs to play in your new car. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I knew he was going to die. When he first gets to Judgment City, since it was the early 90s, I couldn't tell if the hotel room was nice or bad. Yeah. I thought the same thing. (laughs) I was like, this might be the nicest hotel there is. And then later in the movie, when he goes to the actual nice hotel, I was like, oh, okay, no, they have nice hotels here, too. Like the back phone in the room. I noticed that. Mm hmm. No numbers to dial. No, you just go straight to Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, exactly. Did you guys see like one of the very first? First of all, Judgment City sounds like it should be in like Max uh, Fury Road, Mad Max. Mm-hmm, for sure. Like Furiosa just drove by Judgment City. Like that's a little <laughs> intense for what yeah. this movie is. Truly, I wrote. <laughs> I wrote down. He looks like Boy Meets World. He for did. Sure, he does. It was so distracting. Hundred percent. And then they, when they cut to the the kid version of him, I'm like, it has to be the Boy Meets World character. But it wasn't. And that that was the one part of the movie where I was like, I don't like this system. Like, it's a weird, the bravery thing is a weird thing to judge someone on. Like, say you were like a coward, but really kind. Does that mean like you, you can't move on? Maybe it's because you have to be brave to handle what's in the next part of the universe. Okay. I like that. That makes sense to me. I like that too, because uh, the individuals who have moved forward utilize more of their brain power, right? And if you're afraid, that is a constricted spot versus being brave is a kind of more open-hearted, open-minded position. Mm-hmm. Okay. We figured it out, guys. Four, I, I'm definitely using more than three percent. I feel like that was a 1990s thing where they were like, oh, you only use 5% of your brain. And then I bet if we look. I, I already Googled it. It's a, it's a myth. 
It's not true. We use 100% of our brain. I was going to say, it seems like we use more. But I do think there is something to making fresh connections. I mean, that's the whole point of doing psychedelics in conjunction with with therapy is to expedite the creation of new neuropathways so that you can process and uh, manage things more effectively. Like for PTSD and stuff. Exactly, yeah. Do you remember the, the one of the very first scenes um, he gets to have to defend um, when they're playing it for him and it's he gets in the fight with that saucy little bastard on the playground? Mm-hmm. The, that whole fight was those kids in the background. A hundred percent. Yes. They remind agreed. me of like, you know, you see like in blood sport, you see like they're all grabbing money, making bets. So that's what those kids were doing. Mm-hmm. They were the meanest. They should be on trial. That's, they should drag those kids in and put them on trial. Well, I think they will be. They're all going to have to answer for that. Because that kid, the, the kid literally walked up to him and they started screaming, fight. I'm yeah, no, they vicious. were, it was like two seconds. They were like, oh, shit's going down. Everybody over here now, get your money in. Like, this was not the first time there was a fight on this playground. That is such an irrational fear that I had when I was a kid and probably still as an adult is like, someone sees a mild misunderstanding and the crowd around me is like, fight, fight, fight. I'm like, no, no, mm. no, no. Mm. Not. <laughs> mild disagreement. Not a fight. And he wasn't even, this is what I was so frustrated with, that uh, what they're seeing, like, you cannot be brave without experiencing fear. And it wasn't like, like, are we wanting people to be violent and that moves you forward into the universe? Like, to me, it's more brave to stand there and be present and be nonviolent than, I don't know. I didn't like that. That didn't make sense to me. And it, it, what was weird is that it was framed as like, this was a thing that he regretted the rest of his life. And it was like sticking with him even into adulthood. But like, you should look back on that and be like, yeah, good. I didn't get into a fist fight over some dumb bullshit. Something fucking stupid. No, we just talked about how you like make neural pathways and change. And you have to relearn things. Like when he didn't stick up for himself, he wasn't brave. So that translated to the next situation in his life where he was just stupid and not brave and picking up so he like froze so i guess and that formed his personality i didn't like when he said japan doesn't know beans about precision they make some of the best japanese steel for swords in the world that was an ignorant comment i googled some of the things that they were precise with their inventions like airsoft guns oh cool as hell blu-ray i mean doesn't get any more precise that had a brief period uh the camera phone (laughs) Sure. I mean, we're all, we use that every day. Ramen. I mean, come on. Yep. So yeah, I didn't like that. And that's, you know what? This, he deserved, he did, he didn't deserve to move on with Meryl Streep. I, I would say um, he didn't do a very good job defending himself. None of his lawyers did a very good job defending uh, himself, him either, because they really like from a whole, whole, a whole life, he didn't have a lot of moments of like, Hey, that was that was cool, dude. The the female attorney, the prosecutor, she gave she handled his ass the first two days. Oh yeah, she did such a great job. He didn't deserve to move on, and I think the whole thing's a sham. I think it's it's just you move on regardless, like it's a participation trophy. Mm, mm. And I did not like that Buck Henry, who Brent will not know, but Buck Henry is a very famous comedian that has been in many things, and he was the. Uh, defender that didn't say anything yeah. 
And it was like, oh, you've got to trust him because he uses so much of his brain. And I was like, well, you need to explain it to us dum-dums. Like, can you speak to us like we're only using 3%? Like, that doesn't make you very smart if you can't communicate and explain things to someone dumber than you. It was at that part of the movie that I wrote down this note. I wrote down, this is a kangaroo court. I don't even know what kangaroo court means, (laughs) but I wrote down, this is a kangaroo court. I liked how chill, though, the judges were. They seemed very chill. Also, interesting system to have, too. Like, what if they disagree? You need a third guy in there to break the tie. And were they all female-male? I think they were all dual-gendered. Hmm. I think we saw that in Meryl Streep's, too, which I think is hilarious. So, like, in that one part where he goes to watch uh, Julia's life, and, like, her legs are tucked up in the chair, and she's, like, watching her life, like, so chill while her house burns down and she like saves the dog i was gonna say like she just has the quiet confidence of someone in a bravery competition who has ran into a burning building yeah exactly and then like she her children are so calm too like that's not actually how that happened children are not that calm when they're being rescued from a burning building but i want to get into i'm not gonna get into it right now i will i will get into the whole what i feel about meryl streep but we had another horny guy in this movie Oh, the guy at the sushi place. Horny Frank, he, the all nude guy. And he, for some reason, asked Albert Brooks if he wanted to go and take a piss with him. It was that, that was like definitely code for like, I want to come in, like jerk me off or something. Do you think so? See, I just saw it as like, hey, we're we're in a weird situation here together in this weird hat. We're vibing. Yeah, like I, I need a friend. You're you're one of the only people who's around my age. You want to you wanna stick together? Also, why are you peeing? Good question. Why are you, why are we defecating? Yeah, why do they have to do that? So, Nays, we don't know each other. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Let's do a little role play. Okay. All right. We, Where are you? We need background. We're in a restaurant. Okay. You, you, wait, you wait, what, what kind, what, yeah, yeah, what, uh, what kind of restaurant? Go ahead, Kate, you pick the restaurant. Uh, hibachi Grill. Okay, we're at a hibachi grill. We're at the same table. They're doing the tricks and all that and making like the egg snake and all that. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, I'm Brent. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm great. I'm Nate. Nice to meet you here. Oh, nice to meet you too. How did you die? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, I uh, drank too much Gatorade and I got electrolyte poisoning. Oh, damn. I heard it. That might happen to my cousin. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough way to go. Yeah, it's bad. Um, yeah, it's bad. But you look great. You look hydrated. That's Do I look? Though. Yeah, it's skin wise, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually I got shot in the head. Um, oh, rough. How'd that? Yeah, happen? it was rough. I I kind of have like a shady business where mm. I deal with strip clubs. It's that old trope, mm. you know. Um, I got into that business because I used to get mad when I used to drive by and they say nude women. Like, uh, okay, I came up with the idea of making it all nude. Yeah. That's a really so, good idea, personally. Yeah. All totally. All totally. And I sell books, erotic books. Yeah. That's what I do for a living. I got shot because of it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go take a piss. You want to come with me? Absolutely not. No, that's the exactly. craziest See, fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And, and <laughs> for a second, you defended that. You're like, oh, so, and then Kate said, oh, you guys are vibing. <laughs> then your ears start to perk up when I say I, I sell erotic books. And then I got shot in the head. The minute someone tells me I got shot in the head, I'm like, whoa. The shot in the head part? You know what? That could happen to anyone. But 
erotic books because it's so specific books what does that mean does he think magazines are books or is he talking about books no haven't you guys ever re- i've read an erotic book yeah color me surprised <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were defending the guy that asked if you want to go take a piss with me i was trying i was trying I feel like to defending is a little strong of a word defending vibing is, is totally defending <laughs> I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'll be honest, the role play helped me see that I was wrong. Cause <laughs> once I was, yeah, once I was in his shoes, I was like, no, I don't like this at all. I don't like it one bit. Actually, they should have done hibachi grill instead of sushi. That would have been more humorous. Okay. We'll let Albert Brooks know. And did it feel a little racist the way they were playing those, those chefs? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are going to hate my medals. Okay. (laughs) The whole relationship between them two made no sense. No. I agree with that. It was so heavy handed. No. Just, it was, she. She thought he was funny though. She fell in love with his sense of humor. Have you literally never met a stranger and then you just got banter and like within three minutes of banter, you both are like, oh, it's on. This is about to happen. I take it back. I take it back. I agree. Yeah, with Nate. Well, it's on because like she was the only one within 20 years of his age. No, well, I mean, that helped him. That helped him because she, she, if there was like a bunch of different, like handsome gentlemen, it would, he would have had needed more than four days to work his way up there. So he got a head start there, but no, it's because he's, uh, he's, he's casually funny and, uh, that's a good way to get ladies to kiss you. And she is brave, right? So she walks up to him at the comedy club after he makes the funny joke. And she is, she's not afraid to pursue and ask to meet again. And you know what I mean? Like, this is an excellent point, Kate. I know she's like lauded as like the best actress and just amazing and all that. The best acting she did in this movie was when she was eating that uh, corn dog, Pogo. Okay. She, she took. <laughs> at least six bites of that thing and didn't take one bite actually (laughs) mouth acting i was like this is your queen this is your queen no this made me like remember why she is the queen she's so like effortlessly uh charming and like you just want to be around her i wrote down heaven is meryl streep laughing at your jokes i wrote down heaven is meryl streep laughing at your jokes she was one of the most annoying characters. Like, and of all the episodes we've done, this is like, what, 12? And we talked about characters. She is just slightly above the jerk circus lady. No. 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 Crazy. She was terrible. Strong. Strong disagree. Out of all the movies we watched, this would be the one who I'd be most likely to fall in love with by far. Oh, God, no. She oh, yeah. she always acted like she just was like two hours post um root canal what like you're just what? about off the medication but you're not quite so everything's a little bit funny but like you're trying to be serious too no because no. uh, i didn't i also didn't feel like she was like oh i'm gonna try and flatter him by laughing at his jokes i felt like she was really she really she really did think he was funny nate is right brent is wrong no i don't it's not wrong i don't believe a second of their romance and it really it really affected the movie for me well, that's very surprising because she won a Academy Award for this film. Really? No, don't listen to Kate <laughs> for this film. <laughs> exactly, they see they you, you want to fight with me about these opinions, but you were just as shocked 
when you heard about she won an Oscar because it wasn't a great actress. I, I just they never give it to to comedies, but or she's incredible actress. So she's uh, I believed every second of it. I believed every moment. The part at the end when she's yelling for him. And like he's yelling for her. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, because I was on the fence about it being like romantic comedy or you know what I mean? Like I get, but then it's so romantic to like be desperate for someone or like in, you're in a stressful situation and you find some safety mm-hmm. with another person. And Yeah, that oh, tram kiss. That was a good kiss, that. man. I was tram like. Tram kiss. She was on the tram next to him. And then when he jumped off his, he ran all the way around the back. How's he keeping up with the tram? That was not, that was illogical. That was illogical. And so was their romance. Yes. We, we can't go from the love story of Julia Roberts and Richard Gere to this. Oh, this, this is, is much more better. realistic. Much yes. better. Yeah, I agree. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say this is more realistic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You meet someone in heaven. It's more realistic than it's falling not in love it's with the sex place called Judgment, Judgment City. City. <laughs> this is so real. Like, oh my God. This is so real. We didn't say it was real. We said it was more realistic. Mm. Than the meeting fucking... falling in love with a beautiful uh, prostitute. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yeah. That's how, no. it, that's how unrealistic pretty woman is. So you're trying to tell me and Nate, you're agreeing with Kate right now. Yes. That. Meeting and falling in love in a place called Judgment City yeah. while you're getting you're on trial yeah. is more realistic than falling in love with a beautiful prostitute. Because of the yes. two characters involved, or the four characters involved. Because in this one, I'm like, no, I could see Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep in Judgment City falling in love. I don't think I could see uh, Julia Roberts falling in love with Richard Gere in that movie because Richard Gere is a fucking wet towel in that movie. And also, I have other reasons, but... <laughs> we'll leave it there. I wrote down I'd be eaten during the trial. Like if you yeah. if you get to uh eat whatever you want nonstop and it's all delicious, I'd be bringing some sandwiches to my trial. Oh, I would be wanting to try all of the spinach artichoke dip mm. everywhere. I'd mm-hmm. want just like a little buffet table that I carry with me everywhere. Also, there was no charcuterie. I feel like there would be more charcuterie boards everywhere because food should just be everywhere, right? Yeah. There's no wine. There's not enough booze. Period. Mm, true. There's no pot, which that's not questionable. Cool. <laughs> I'd want like a school bag full of like beef jerky. Did you say a school bag? Oh, like a backpack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Would you guys want to do the past lives pavilion to see what you were? For sure. Oh, I'd have to know. Curiosity, man. Yeah, me too. Well, let's test how close attention you were paying to this movie and let's do a quiz. Sounds good. Are you guys ready to be quizzed on your life? I am. I am more than Brent. Oh. Highly doubt it. I guess we're about to find out, aren't we? I gotta win one of these fucking things. I'm I'm struggling. I mean, we're getting this is about episode 13-ish or something like that, you know? I know, know it's that. getting bad. Have you not won one, Brent? No. <gasps> that's hilarious i love it oh I'm my god dominated by you and nate <laughs> well it was your time i will you. say one unfair thing is that you do an you have to write an extra quiz every month because you uh do it for the audience choice movie and it's really hard to win when you're writing the quiz so we're gonna give you a little bit of break there some of those episodes you just not not fair you know 
I won my quiz that I wrote. I'll see. You couldn't let him have it, eh? No, I was going to. I was going <laughs> to say. I was going to make you take it back. I don't believe that it's loser talk. <laughs> okay. I should be winning the ones I'm not doing. It's loser talk, and I'm not going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I like that, Brent. That's the Thank spirit. You. Hell yeah. Let's find out what you're made of. How much did his new BMW cost? Do we have um, any guesses? I do. I have a guess. I do, too. Who, um, who wants to go first? Doesn't matter. Brent. 39000 39K. You guys are both correct. The answer is $39,000. Which is about as much as he got for his first job, if we remember that mm, episode. We but do. Let's move. Let's let's not speak of it. Maybe it's a question. You never know. I, I actually can't remember, so we'll find out. <laughs> uh, when he gets to Judgment City, they are all issued standard issue clothing, white clothing. What are the white clothes called? A. Caftans. B. Tupas. C. Camis. D. Smocks. Kate, you go first. Going with B. Even though A is technically I know, correct. I know, is B, e, B <laughs> is it's right, B. but Nate was dirty little bastard. I was trying to be one. a little sneaky boy. You're both right. <laughs> I like it. That was good. Uh, is it Tupa with a P as in Peter? It. That's what the subtitle said. Yeah, that's what I thought. So what, what, if you wanted to make that a harder question, it's like Tupa. Tuka. Oh, that's good. This is why you won when you yeah. did your quiz. Okay, I'm I'm picking up some tips. I learn. I'm a, I learn. I'm gonna use more than three percent of my brain. What is the name of the hotel that uh, Albert Brooks is staying in? A. The Continental. B. The Imperial. C. The Ambassador. Or D. The Empress. A, Continental? Yeah, I was going to go with Continental. Three for three. You guys are on <gasps> fire. He's on fire. He's on fire. <laughs> uh, num- question number four. What is the temperature in Judgment City all the time? A, 76 degrees. B, 78 degrees. C, 74 degrees. Or D, 77 degrees. What? 78, 76, 74. 77. 77. I'm going to say 76. I'm going to say 78. This is annihilated. Whoa! No! Nadie's on the board because it's 74 degrees. It's got to be warmer for these old people. Mm. That's what... That's, Such a good that's point. what you were thinking. Would you guys, is that hard for you two being from Canada? It means nothing to me. Yeah. I know. I wish it came more handy to me because I've been friends with you guys now for a decade. And anytime we talk about temperature, I'm Googling. Yeah, I'm going to do it right okay. now. <laughs> it's uh, 23. 74 degrees is 23, which is probably one of my favorite temperatures. Like I'd even go 22. I'm a happy, happy boy. Yeah, that's where I thrive. That's what I was talking about, Nate. I said 72, guys. That's 22 Celsius. Mm. 
right? Yeah, that, that's that, the good shit. That's why we're friends. Do you see that, guys? We like the same temperature. I don't love it when it gets over 30. It's That gets to be a little much for me. That's not enjoyable. That's not, that's not living. No. No. You guys ever been to Phoenix, Arizona? All the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA? <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. I, I would love to see you two in Phoenix, Arizona to experience. Melt. So I, the only time I've been there is like to change and change planes. But all I know is like you walk into their weather and it is literally like walking into an oven. I don't know how else to describe it. No, I would hate it. I would hate it. There's an experience though, right? No. Like, yeah, you don't want to live there, but. No, I know what it's like to sweat. That's a very popular place for people in Edmonton to go in the winter and play golf. People go to Phoenix, Phoenix to sure. play golf. My dad goes to Phoenix probably two years out of the two weeks out of the year to golf every year. Hell yeah. And he always goes to the same uh he and his buddies always go golf and they watch the same golf tournament every year and it's the garbage we call it the garbage tournament because it's called the waste management golf tournament. That's the party <laughs> tour that's the party tournament. That's the one I want to go to. Are you kidding? They get they get rowdy. <laughs> oh, they get big time rowdy. There's like one hole that's like stadium seating, Whew. and like it's that like is, yeah, it's totally relaxed. If you like, they throw beer onto the course and everything. I've seen highlights of this. So my dad doesn't go. Like I don't think he goes to the. I think he has in the past, but he's not one of those guys. My father would never throw anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not, he's not like sees his dude win and starts spraying beer on everybody. <laughs> no, he'd barely smile. What if he, what if he like, what if he like let loose at the waste management open and didn't tell anybody, yeah. you guys, no idea. And you like, his nickname was like, he always threw beer at people and his nickname was like Bob the Lob and Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Bob the Lob's here. He's going to throw, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. His nickname is Fog. Why? His friends in college just noticed that he kind of walks around like he's in a fog. Mining was the big industry here for like my parents' generation and older. And like when you work in the pit, you get a nickname. No one's calls you by your regular name. You always have a nickname. You get a pit name. Pit name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was one guy, his ear, they said his ear was shaped like a liver. So they called him liver. Sure. <laughs> Tough. That's a tough one. And you gotta respect the simplicity of it. Yeah. No, that's love it. That's my of all the picnic names, that's my favorite is liver. liver. You know what I would call you, Brent? What? I call you ear. Why? You got an ear. She's got you there. She's got you and you got fucking crushed. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna We're just gonna have to move on and you're just gonna have to deal with that. Speaking of killing, what is the comedy club in Judgment City called? That was a good transition. Transition King. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't remember. I need the multiple choice. A, the killing floor. B, the bomb shelter. C, the laugh resort. D, the crush house. I'm going to go with C, the, the, the laugh resort. I want it to be the last one, which is like the crush house. What did you say it was? Yeah, the crush house. But I, it's the bomb shelter. Is that B? Catherine, you're correct. And you pull into the lead. Boom. Uh, when uh, Albert Brooks goes 
to negotiate for his salary. He wanted 65000 He wasn't going to accept a penny less. What did he accept? 49 He was offered and immediately accepted $49,000. You're both correct. Well done. Oh, I hate that I'm down one. But how many left? How many left? We've got two more questions. Oh, okay. fuck. This is, where I make my, this is where I make my move, and this is where you classically break down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how long do your balls vibrate after you snowmobile? Okay. I remember. I think I remember. I need the multiple choice. Your multiple choice options are one week, two weeks, three weeks, or four weeks. Catherine, you go first. Three weeks. Um, they do vibrate for three weeks. You're both correct. After you go <laughs> snowmobiling, your balls vibrate for three weeks. I don't believe that. That feels like an exaggeration. He was he was doing this comedy. This is why Meryl Streep liked him, because he'd say funny stuff like, your balls vibrate for three weeks. Yeah. All right, the final question. How many pies? Nine. Yeah, nine. I can't win. Yeah, yeah. you're both oh. correct. I did really well. You did. You really did. My heart is racing. I'm so <laughs> excited. <laughs> This is unprecedented. Like I haven't won a quiz yet. I feel like when I'm doing these quizzes, you ever see that famous clip of Muhammad Ali dodging all the punches in the corner? Yep. That's what I feel like when I go against you guys now in the quizzes. <laughs> You're I like, can't, yeah. I can't shit talk anymore. Remember the Bugs Bunny meme where he says he's holding the gun and says, Lord, forgive me, but it's time to return to the old me. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's time to next revert. Week, next week might be a different story. Yeah. Like we might have unlocked something that we we regret unlocking. Because something's going to have to be done. <laughs> I mean, something has to be done. All I did was answer the questions correctly. Mm-hmm. If I was a manager in baseball, I'd be let go long ago. Somehow, I got to shake up the lineup a little you'd, bit. You'd, at the very least, you'd be the number one subject of conversation on the local call-in sports show, where they'd be oh, like... That's a, that's a nightmare. Like, but every but call. Brett, you know things about, like, if this was common, like, if this was all the kinds of trivia, like, the previous quizzes have been, I mean, run the gamut, right? And now we're just answering questions related to movies and watching a movie and... I mean, it's a much limited. No, no, that's loser talking. Mm-hmm, you know it. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know that's garbage. It's not loser talking. It's we the- know what's really happening here. I'm <laughs> shit in the bed. I got to step my shit up. Yeah, Lord forgive me, but it's time to return to the old me. Here's here's what I want to know. When you do finally break this horrible streak, uh, what what song would you like to play to signify your victory? Um, I will survive by Gloria Gaynor. Okay. So that's going to happen, folks. That's going to happen. Can Uh, I play? Will you play a little bit of song for me winning? Yes, Kate. What song would you like me to play? I don't know. You pick something. Tradition. 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 
the two options that came to my head when you asked me that right away were I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor and um, Toxicity by System of a Day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a good song. I love it. Oh, it's a banger. Okay, we're not staying focused. Let's stay focused. Uh, would you guys like to hand out some Olympic gold medals? Yes. Medal it up! Not a big cast. We've had some movies with some big casts and some movies with some little casts. This is a little cast. Uh, it is a little cast. So I think we're probably going to have some overlap, but let's find out who did you give your bronze medal to, Brent? Uh, the Japanese guys at the sushi restaurant. Sure. Mm-hmm. They, um, I think they openly uh, did what they did to mock the people. They did. They were having and- fun. For sure. They were have they were in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were in on the joke and they made fun of the people and they were excellent. It's a fun environment. And they just made fun of the guys. I would make fun of the people. I, I would say it would make me really happy if when I walked into a restaurant, everyone who worked at the restaurant was like, hey, like, even yeah. though I know that it's because I'm giving the money, it would still feel good. Like it would be fine. I wrote down cheers of sushi. Sure. Everybody knows your name. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and I liked it. Though they 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 really brought it together for me. They get my bronze. How about you, Kate? Um, I am giving my bronze to one of the preeminent comedians. Did I say that correctly? Preeminent comedians, Buck Henry. He was in so many different things, and I just like to see him in movies. So. Uh, I gave my bronze medal to Rip Torn. This is the most I've ever heard Rip Torn laugh. I could listen to his uh, gregarious baritone laugh uh, every day. (laughs) 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 All right, we're doing Sylvie's. Yeah, who'd you give your silver Silver, to? Silver, I hated that I just just said that. (laughs) Yeah, no, keep that in. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Albert Brooks, all brookie. He gets it. Um, I didn't like him at all. Like he was his character, terrible driver, just not a cool guy all around. Didn't like him, but at the end, I kind of he got me. Yeah, I gave my I gave him my silver medal as well. Well, I guess I will too. Then that's a three way silver for Albert Brooks. It's a triad. It's a hydra. <laughs> He's really relaxed in this movie, which I think is charming. And he wrote and directed it. So you, like that he did all the work in this movie. We have to do our golds. Uh what who'd you give your gold medal to? Brent? Lee Grant. Lee Grant gets the Ooh. gold medal. She kicked his ass. She mopped the floor with him. And he deserved to be sent back and probably reincarnated as I don't know, um a baker from the twelfth century. Well, in the original version of the script, he gets sent back as a horse. So that is how Perfect. that is how bad she wiped the floor with Rip Torn yeah. is that he goes back Anytime as a horse. Anytime you end, end up as a horse, yeah. you, that's a joke. You got the horse's ass. You got made a fool of. <laughs> got him. And it's a, you're right. It's a kangaroo court because she tried her hardest, did all the research, did all the things she's supposed to do. And what? He, he jumped off a bus and now he's back. He's brave again. I jumped off a bus before. Yeah, he got that's a technicality. That's not a real dub. Uh I'm gonna give mine to Meryl Streep, but I'm gonna use my time to uh shout out to Shirley McLean's pop up at the Hall of Lives. 
And uh, I would give her a gold just because she's Shirley MacLaine. But uh, Meryl Streep is so easy and charming and brave. And we just love her so much. And the reason Meryl Streep is in this movie is because Albert Brooks was friends with uh, Carrie Fisher, who introduced them. And Shirley MacLaine is Carrie Fisher's mother. And then Shirley MacLaine plays Albert Brooks's mother in his later movie that I think is called Mother. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's just some film facts for our listening audience. Thank you. Hashtag FFs. I also gave my <laughs> hashtag film facts. I also gave Meryl Streep my gold medal. Uh, she's right up there with Meg Ryan for with charmingness and sure. um, easy breezy. I noticed the way she was sitting in that chair too, Kate. She just, she was at home and I loved her. She's the best. Would you guys like to give this movie a rating? Rate it up. First category is the script for this movie out of 10. What would you give the script? Um, it's a very, it's a very good concept. It's very unique. I've never seen anything like it before. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm giving it, it was heavy handed, but I'm going to give it an eight. Oh, heavy handed. <laughs> yeah. I think that it was a good vehicle for him to write some really pretty decent jokes. I laughed out loud several times in this film, even after seeing it multiple times. And also, uh, it's an interesting narrative, and I want to give it an eight as well. Yeah, I would gonna I'm gonna stick with you guys. I think, like you guys said, the concept is unique. It, I haven't seen a lot of the stuff I did think they could have done more with the concept. That's why when you said earlier, like they could remake this movie, I was like, yeah, they for sure could. And they could really spend more time in the past lives part. I would have been interested in seeing more of that. And in the actual trial part, I would have been interested in seeing more of that too. So yeah, eight seems about right Mm -hmm. for me. Uh, the triad, the music in this (laughs) Cerberus, uh, (laughs) the music in this movie out of 10, what would you guys give the music? Um, I did not listen to it. I didn't pay attention to it. So I'm going to listen to your two answers and then give my, I'm, I, the Barbara Streisand song to die. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm giving it a nine. Oh my God. (laughs) It's dumb as hell. Um, and, but I know you like the strings. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. I'm <laughs> going to give it an eight. I thought that Barbara Streisand song was insane. Uh, <laughs> it's such so an odd choice. It's, it's so one of the wildest things I've ever seen. Uh, but I actually re- really loved the score. It was, uh, interesting as hell. So yeah, that gives this an eight. An eight. So, I, like, did, I didn't even need to do no. math because eight's between seven. Yeah, and nine. that's the same for the same for with the strings and like the score and all that. And I'm like, no bangers, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that we're so scared to give people fives. You know, I'm. Sh- hopefully, we never get there. Hopefully, we keep picking Bugs movies. Mean Bugs Bunny meme. Back on your old shit. Yeah, <laughs> next week, whatever movie is, it's gonna it's. 
Lord, forgive me. The art direction in this movie. What would you give the art direction out of 10? Snooze Fest. Seven. Um, do you remember the time you sent the picture to me in heat of your your breakfast and everything was brown? <laughs> my beige, my beige <laughs> breakfast. Everything was beige, and you two roasted the shit out the of me. Beigeest meal in the world. That's what it was eggs movie. and hash browns. No, no, that's what this movie was. It was the beigeest breakfast of the world. I give it a seven. I think they're trying to do like a bureaucracy thing where they're like, oh, it's it, this is purgatory. It's bureaucracy. Even that being the case, it was miserable to look at. It was yeah. it was truly miserable on the eyeballs. The food miserable. The just looked like mayonnaise. Yeah, the whole everything. Thing. So yes. I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna sidle right up next to you guys with give it a seven. The this is a romantic comedy. Uh, as far as a romantic comedy goes, what would you give the comedy in this movie? Um, I really like the movie because it reminded me of the uh, TV show Lost, the concept, different concept. Um, I give it a six. Uh, it wasn't romantic. Oh my God. His jokes weren't that great. Okay. <gasps> okay. Okay. Uh, I thought it is very fun because I left out loud so much and it was very romantic, but it's not a classical romantic comedy. I'm giving it an eight. Uh, this is a tough one. I did. I, I, I found it charming, but not necessarily funny. There were definitely funny parts, but compared to like hot rod, was this movie funny? Meh. Mm. And compared to the other romance movies, I like the romance more than the other romance movies. I found it more believable. So I'm going to just give it a seven. Oh man, seven it is, or I don't know, maybe seven point five. No, it it is a seven. <laughs> it is a seven. You're still riding that high for the quiz win. It's not I really am. The screen ready to seven. It is. Is this, is this the best night of podcasting I've ever done? Oh, who's to say? Seven it is. <laughs> the uh, a little bit redundant, but the theme of this month is June is for romance. Um, how well does this movie fit into our theme of the month? Um, it, this was a classic movie of two, trying to do two different things. He had a really good concept. It reminded me of like Bruce Almighty kind of thing. And then mm. they tried to make it into a romantic comedy, and it wasn't romantic at all. I know you guys are disagreeing with me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't agree with their romance. But I liked it um, as what you guys are saying. So, I, you know what? I'm kind of in a good mood. I'll give it an eight. An eight. I thought their love was very nice, but it wasn't the most romantic. So I'm going to give it an eight. I think it suffered. It's romance wise. Cause every you're surrounded by the terrible things we talked about. How it looked like mayonnaise and all old people. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> Nothing romantic. I was fine with people. that. I was, did you, were you guys watching the background? Actors a lot. It's very a lot. I was watching them a lot. <laughs> This is such a. I really like this movie though. This is not going to get one of our highest scores, but this is probably one of my favorite movies we've watched. I'm glad that we watched it. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight as well. Are we triad again? Cerberus. Oh, we're you know we're Hydra right now. I'm going to guess it gets a thirty-eight. Thirty-six. Kate, it gets a thirty-eight. Boom. Seven. It is. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Now let's pull up. We did an audience poll for our audience pick for our romantic comedy uh, movies. And the options that they had were Bridget Jones's Diary, When Harry Met Sally, Moonstruck, or Palm Springs. And the winner? Any of them would be awesome. The winner after 555 votes is Palm Springs. Which Kate had brought up. Yeah, Kate had brought up uh, on this podcast before. And it's going to be at least our third Andy Samberg movie. (laughs) Should we just rename the podcast to the Andy Samberg Hour? It was closer than our last poll, like Roger Rabbit ran away with it. This one got 35%, 35.3. But Harry, when Harry met Sally was right behind it with 30.5%. So it was close. What did you guys vote for? Uh, I voted for Moonstruck, I think, because I hadn't seen that movie. Oh, no, wait, it doesn't let me vote. Oh, but that's what you would have voted for. Just because I've heard good things, but I've never seen it. Is that the share movie? Mm-hmm. I would have loved watching that. That would have been, yeah. What did you vote for, Brent? Bridget Jones' Diary, I voted for. What? Well, British Jones' Diary? What? <laughs> uh, well, on that note, there's nothing left to do except uh, say goodnight, Kate. Goodnight, Kate. Goodnight, Kate. It's going to be a beautiful wedding. I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Sleep, it all just goes back to the start. Well, then what's the point of living? We kind of have no choice but to live. No, I'm gonna get out of this. See you tomorrow. I can't keep waking up in here. At least you have each other. Everything that we are doing is meaningless. Good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. Gotta make way for the home of Some people think that thinks it's <laughs> go ahead Smeagol <laughs> some people think it's crazy <laughs>